0: Hey everyone, this is Jack Bacall, the director and voice actor of Cameron Park.
1: And this is Issa Van Ingen, the producer and the voice of Ash Moskowitz.
0: We just wanted to take a second to say that we hope you've been enjoying Half Moon Chronicles, and to thank you so much for your continued support.
1: As with every production, we go to great lengths to make this for you free of charge. That's why we're here asking that if you really love what you've listened to today you could help us out by supporting us on our Patreon.
0: Not only will it help us pay our talented actors and crew, but it will also give you amazing bonus content such as early access to episodes, downloadable music, full screenplays, Ash Moskowitz's Monster Manual, Gray's annotated scripts, and more.
1: So please, if you are able to give back, then head on over to patreon.com slash badaddressmedia. We appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts.
0: Thank you so much for listening.
1: doesn't show up soon, I'm going back to sleep.
2: Don't. I just started recording, since he should be here any minute now.
1: So, if I go to sleep, better for you. I won't be making any sounds in the background.
2: Yes, you will.
1: What do you mean?
3: Ash, please tell me you know you snore.
1: Snore? I don't snore. You do, Ash.
0: You do.
2: Regardless, don't go back to sleep. It's well past sunrise. He's gotta show up soon. If he shows up at all, don't jinx it. For those listening, we've been parked outside the Half Moon Motel 97 since 5 this morning. We're waiting for Randall Fry, our only lead in the Captain Klein case that may lead to answers about Chris. He's Finally, back from wherever he was on vacation, but he's still been elusive. We've tried calling his home and showing up there in person, but he never answers. When we've asked for him at the reception desk, they've always told us he's busy. So, we're going to catch him coming into work. Ash, as our insider police consultant, can you summarize Randall's involvement in the Klein
1: case? Do I have to? My brain is mush before noon.
3: I could do it, Tabs. I also researched the case, so I- can
2: you grab the emergency, Dunkaroos? The what?
1: Hey! Dunkaroos! I thought we were out!
0: We've been keeping some in reserve for when we have our shittiest days. I originally suggested beer, and we did try that a few nights ago when you were at the arcade. But Tabs and Gray pointed out that binge-drinking our woes away could lead to a very slippery slope.
3: There's a hilariously drunken recording of Cam and I from that night, though.
2: Ash, go ahead and dunk your woes away. Or, in this case, your lack of sleep. You awake enough now to talk about the Randall Fry stuff? Sure.
1: So, it's been a little over a year since Captain Klein's death and Fry went through a lengthy questioning process, since he was the last one to see the chief of police alive. One thing that has me suspicious is that he doesn't have a great alibi for the night Klein went missing. He says he sent Klein to the motel after offering him a free night there away from his wife, and then Fry hung out at home the rest of the night until he fell asleep and police believe the night Klein
2: went missing is the night he died. If Fry's alibi can't be corroborated,
1: why is he no longer considered a person of interest? Klein's body was found in the motel boiler room in the basement. Lots of potential witnesses were interviewed from that night. All the graveyard shift staff at the motel, along with guests who were staying there at the time. None of them saw Fry enter or leave the motel. Admittedly, it would have been hard for him to get in or out without being seen.
3: Someone could be covering for him, though. And he's the owner. There could be entrances no one else knows about.
1: My money's on the secret entrance possibility. Unfortunately, there's no forensic evidence linking Fry to the crime, so they couldn't pin anything on him. Some people in town actually aren't sold on his innocence. I think one of those people is Captain Ryan, though she won't confirm or deny that. But most half-mooners just think of him as good old friendly Randall.
0: Speaking of good old friendly Randall...
1: There he is.
2: Excuse me, sir, are you Randall Fry?
4: Yes, can I uh, help you with something? I'm on my way into work.
2: I know, and I'm so sorry for interrupting, but my team and I have been trying to get in touch with you. We're doing a documentary on Half Moon, and wanted to interview you about the Captain Klein case from last year.
4: Oh dear, that doesn't sound pleasant.
2: It isn't, but it's important. Would you be willing to interview?
4: Sorry, young lady, but... I'm a busy man, and that was quite an upsetting chapter in my life. I'm not eager to relive it.
2: I I understand that. You wouldn't have to go into too much detail. We've just heard you were the last to see him alive, and wanted your take on it.
4: A tall order, indeed. Listen, I had nothing to do with it, and the police know that. I was helping out a friend, and something unfortunate happened in my motel. That alone was distressing enough, knowing it happened under my employees' noses. And on top of that, I sent him here. You think it isn't on my mind every day how different things could have turned out if I hadn't given him a free room? Of
2: course. Survivor's guilt is a terrible thing. Trust me, I know.
4: Excuse me? You... No.
2: Look, I hate to bring this up, but there are still people in this town who think you did it. This documentary would be your chance to give your side of the story, once and for all. You could have everyone see your side of things and put this behind you.
4: You make a good point. Who else have you spoken to for this documentary?
2: other witnesses of people who've disappeared or had other connections to strange occurrences. Uh, Katie Byrne, a relative of Gracie Stevens, Zachariah Doyle, sort of. Ah,
4: Zachariah, that poor boy.
2: Yeah, that was horribly tragic. Uh, Do you mind if I bring my team over and get the interview started?
4: Well, sure. Why not? Let's bring this into my office.
2: Great. Thank you so much.
4: Alright, you're all set to record. No one will see my face, then. Just my voice. Like a radio show.
2: Yes, something like that. Let's dive right in, if you don't mind. Can you describe the night that Captain Klein disappeared?
4: Yes, yes, Ernest, or Captain Klein as you would know him, was a close friend of mine. It wasn't unusual to stop by my place for a beer or two after our shifts. How much do you know about our conversation that night? Sorry to get too personal, but we
3: know he spoke to you about having marital issues and wanted a night away.
4: Ah, yes. See, all this time later, I'm afraid to mention that part if people don't know it already. Out of respect for his widow. And to protect my friend's privacy. As if he were still alive.
2: That's understandable. So, you spoke about his problems with his wife, offered him the motel room, and then... What, did you walk him here?
4: Oh, no. There was no reason to. I just had to call ahead and let reception know to give him the room when he arrived. Sandy, who you saw in the lobby, was our night shift receptionist back then. She's the one who took the call.
2: And did Klein call you when he got here, or anything like that? Do you know if he called his wife to let her know where he was?
4: I don't believe he called her. Too angry at her, you see. It wasn't his first time running off, so while she wasn't happy... I don't think she saw it as anything out of the ordinary. He didn't call me either, but Sandy confirmed to me that he made it here. Would
3: Klein have had any reason to go
4: down to the boiler room? No, none at all. That's what makes it so strange. To this day, I can't imagine what happened to him. The circumstances are so... Unusual.
2: I know it probably sucks to point fingers, but could it have been any of the motel staff? We heard it was a maintenance worker who found him.
4: What? Joshua? No. He's a sweetheart. Wouldn't hurt a fly. The police cleared him quickly. White as a sheet when he found Ernest, they said. Had to stay a few days at Gracie. That's terrible.
2: Is there anything else you might be able to tell us? Anything bizarre you or your employees might have noticed that night?
4: Now that I think about it, one memory from that night does stand out. One of our housekeepers was doing her final rounds at about midnight when she found Ernest wandering the halls in his pajamas. She said he looked out of it and seemed confused when she asked him if he needed help. I didn't think much of it at first. Figured he was half asleep and looking for the ice machine. But maybe it had something to do with the incident.
1: Did you pass this info on to the police?
4: The housekeeper did, yes.
1: What floor did this happen on?
4: Second floor, 207, was the room I gave him. I haven't given it to anyone since.
2: Thanks so much for your time, Mr. Fry. We understand how hard it was to talk about this again. Wait,
1: I have one more question. Yes? Do you happen to know anything about glyphs? Like glyphs used in rituals?
4: I beg your pardon?
1: Sorry, just a theory. Seems like glyphs come up a lot in this town. I saw one the other day, actually. It might have just been graffiti, but it looks sort of like two arrows going in different directions and a circle in the middle. Does that hold any significance for you?
4: I, uh, I, I don't know anything about that. It's probably best that we wrap this conversation up.
2: Everything okay, Mr. Fry?
4: Of course, of course. I'm just very busy and have a lot of work to do. You've delayed my morning
1: seem a little on edge.
4: Well, why wouldn't I be on edge? First Ernest, then the Zachariah killing, now...
1: Zachariah killing? I thought the
2: police ruled he died in an accidental fire.
4: I... that's... I meant the killing committed before. That Marianne girl.
3: The police cleared his name like they cleared yours.
4: Right, right. Of course they did. Off you go.
0: That got kinda weird at the end.
2: Yeah, seriously. Ash, what made you ask
1: him about glyphs? Um, I mean, I wasn't lying when I said they come up a lot in this town. They were probably under the floorboards in the Hollyoak House, and Larry Watkins mentioned them being in the old mill. Might as well mention glyphs to everyone we interview.
3: What was the deal with the glyph you described? The one with the two arrows?
1: It's a well-known glyph in the paranormal community. Associated with death. Better to cover all our bases.
0: I really didn't like that conversation. It felt like he was hiding something. Especially his comment about the Zachariah killing. What was that about?
2: Yeah, that was suspicious. Did you notice how he phrased it? First Ernest, then the Zachariah killing. But Marianne died before Captain Zachariah Zachariah's the one who died
0: after.
3: So, what? Someone killed Zachariah?
0: That's not outside the realm of possibility. Considering how weird it was, he died in a fire immediately after we put out a fire at his house.
3: Yeah... I thought maybe the arcade game acted up again and killed him, but Ash says the police didn't even find an arcade game at the crime scene.
0: But then who would have killed Zachariah, and why? He did
2: draw me there to hurt me. Maybe he wasn't the only one in on it.
0: Cult! 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 Can you not? We're right outside the motel of a guy who just said incredibly cryptic shit about Zachariah's death.
2: There's definitely something Fry's not telling us. I want to investigate the room he had Klein stay in. 207.
3: Good luck with that. He told us he doesn't let guests use it anymore. Besides, I'm sure any evidence there might have been has been sealed away. There's nothing left.
1: Unless they missed something.
0: So, what do we do? Bust the door down? Get caught by their security cameras and spend a night in jail?
1: Oh, That won't be necessary. I'll distract the receptionist. While she's with me, Gray can sneak behind the desk and grab the key. You saw them all hanging on the wall behind her, right? This place is old-timey. Real keys instead of cards. How come Gray gets to do it? He's the safest bet. You and Cam would choke. Hey. Hey! It's the truth. Come on, Gray. I gotta run downtown to grab my distraction.
3: What do you have to grab from downtown?
1: Oh, you'll see.
2: All right, I'm recording again. It took hours, but we made it to the second floor with the key to room 207. Ashes, once again, brilliant.
3: I still can't believe that distraction worked. Ash, how did you even come up with that?
1: Oh, it was easy. I brought so many strays back with me to foster homes. Nothing's more chaotic than a stray cat. So it made sense to go grab Half Moon's resident stray, set him loose in the motel, and bring the receptionist to the scene of the crime.
0: Good old Thor.
3: We're lucky he had the zoomies. I just wish it hadn't taken till freaking nighttime to find him.
2: At least we're here now. This is kind of a weird motel. I expected a place with exterior halls and stairs, but this is all interior. Why not just call it a hotel?
0: Because it's dirt cheap. Yeah, I have no idea how this place is still in business. Who even comes to Half Moon?
1: No one but us. The Cryptid Crew.
0: I am 100% not calling us the Cryptid Crew.
1: Oh, come on. We should have a fun name.
0: There are other options, right? What about Chronicle Crew? Since the Half Moon Chronicle makes up so many of our sources.
1: Ooh, that's a good one.
0: (laughs) Gray, what's up?
3: Oh, uh, nothing. It It was nothing. Was
2: it the periphery again?
3: Stop it with that. I'm not being haunted by an entity.
0: Hello? Is someone there? What's going on?
2: I don't think we're alone. Damn it. Did the receptionist follow us?
3: Hey, whoever that is, can you stop and just come out? No reason to be creepy.
1: I saw them. Hi, whoever you are. Or whatever you are! It's okay! We're friendly!
0: Unless it'll get us in trouble. In which case, we're not friendly.
2: Aren't multiple people following us? The person Cam saw was at that end of the hall, but the person Ash saw was at that one. (gasps) Oh god, I saw them. A person wearing all black, right?
0: Not sure. I just know they had black hair, I think.
2: Mystery person, we know you're there. (laughs) What? Why did the lights go out? Ooh, this is spooky.
0: Ash, this isn't funny. Does anyone have a flashlight?
2: Not me. Just the red light of the recorder.
0: What was that? What the hell was that? I'm not kidding. Does anyone have a flashlight? If
1: any of us did, we would have brought it out by now. Entity, we come in peace! Ash,
0: stop making jokes.
1: I'm not. I'm trying to be nice to it. It's right behind us, isn't it? We've
3: got to get out of here.
0: Which way is the exit? This way?
2: I don't know which way you're pointing, Cam.
1: I can't see any of you. I'm pretty sure it was this way. Behind us.
0: You mean where
2: the
3: person pursuing us is?
0: What? Where are they? Why did they stop? Please tell me one of you has your hand on my shoulder. It's
1: probably Gray or Ash.
0: It's not me.
1: It's not me, either.
0: Then who? (coughs) Cam! Find their arms! Pull! (coughs)
2: Run!
1: Cam, are you okay?
0: I don't... I...
3: I don't know. Whoever's doing this, stop. The prank's over. You can come out.
1: I don't think this is a prank. What is that? That light at the end of the hall?
3: How is it so far away? Since when was this hallway this long?
1: Just keep running!
3: It's locked.
2: Is this room 207? Can anyone tell?
3: Not with the lights off. Damn it, whatever's behind us is coming.
0: Tabby, try the key.
2: What if it's not? Just
0: try it. It worked. Open it. Tabby, why did you close the door? We can't go in there. What are you talking about? It's the only way out. We
2: can't go in there. Trust me. Tabby, please.
1: Does anyone have a camera with Flash?
3: Yes, but... Give it
1: to me. I'll take it with Flash and we can see what's chasing us.
0: What? There's no one there.
3: I still hear footsteps. How is this happening? What are we
1: hearing? Let's make a run for the stairs now. Ash. Now!
3: was stupid it was probably just some kids playing it
1: wasn't kids playing a prank tabs what did you see behind that door i i don't know describe it to us what was so bad that we couldn't go in
0: i don't want to talk about this tabby we're all scared shitless and you're scaring us more what was it
2: I don't...
0: Did it have to
2: do with Chris? I said I don't want to talk about it! I'm going to the van. Half Moon Chronicles is a Bad Address Media production. This episode was directed by Jack Bacall and produced by Isabella Van Ingen. The script was written by Morgan York and edited by Kit Haddad. Sound design is by Matt Regan. Half Moon Chronicles original music by Kit Haddad. Featuring Isabella Van Ingen as Ash Moskowitz, Jack Bacall as Cameron Park, Kit Haddad as Grayson Price, and Morgan York as Tabby Winters also featuring Matthew Minnichino as Randall Fry. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad Address Media or become a patron at patreon.com slash badaddressmedia. Thank you for listening.